Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pochcast. Today, Pochfad and Star will be having another absolutely riveting conversation with more wonderful, talented, and inspiring people. So, grab that drink, get your butt comfy, and hold on to your seat. This is the Pochcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We are the A Squad, watching B movies for you to go out to see and see this one. Because yeah, today we are watching Santa Jaws. You heard that right. <laughs> I we can't even say the name without laughing, but it is it is Santa Santa hat on a shirt. Like that that's that's a, and and podcast because like that that's it right there. Yeah yeah, go see it. Okay, thank you for stopping by. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was the okay this one out of a lot of the b-rated movies that we watch probably had one of the highest production budgets and you could see it the, you this could. was really well now filled. before we get into all that let's introduce everybody the man, yes, you yeah, heard, yeah, yeah. man behind everything the man who brought us all together santa just not bad oh no me me sorry hi guys <laughs> 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 And then we also have the lovely, wonderful Star. Star, how you doing? I'm still standing. Oh, God damn it, son of a biscuit. <laughs> we okay. knew that was coming. We knew it was coming, and I love it every time. And then also, also with us, we have the wonderful, lovely, amazingly talented Rully. Rully Goat, how you doing? I'm standing with Star, so. You yes! son of a biscuit. Okay, <laughs> And then you have me, Squiggles. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Well, Again, we are do that, right? Hold on, hold time out. We <laughs> have the great, the fantastic, the glorious. I saw pictures yesterday, you handsome son of a bitch. Do we have this, this glorious specimen of a human? Squiggles. Squiggles, how are you today? Well, after that, I think I just need to be done. That's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you look so good yesterday. Yes, yes. I kind of want to add a picture in with the description of this podcast. Like, <laughs> I want to just throw that picture that you should share. With I mean, you you can. It it it. I have no issue with you know it. What? Maybe it that'll the be on the, the cover. The cover art <laughs> will be will be that picture. It was just it's just me in a in a uh, turtleneck. That's all it was. Yeah, but you looked like, hot though. Look, that was some GQ <laughs> shit. Like, cover the magazine GQ shit. Says I don't the girlfriend. <laughs> Look, she I might may be a little, be a little bit biased, biased. <laughs> but like, <laughs> jinx. Well, I'm just saying, it's a lot better that the girlfriend says you're really hot than, yeah, you know, he was okay. So there's a good thing going on here, okay? This is a great thing. Okay, so now but that we've gotten she, out of the way that Squigs is a handsome fucking okay, dude. But it's, it's like, it's the female version of... Or it's the male version of the females asking, do I look fat in this? Yeah, but he didn't ask. He didn't I, ask. I, I, I didn't ask. It wasn't fishing for compliments. I'm just saying, I'm same. going to bed after that one. I, I volunteered. <laughs> Dude, because we, we can all agree. I'm not lying. I did not lie. Everything well, I we said can all agree that regardless of whether she was lying or not, Relly made the correct answer. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, there was so much conviction that I knew she was telling the honest truth from deep in her heart. So, you know, there, there was. Biases aside, <laughs> it was hot, though. Right. 
Now you got about <clears throat> as red as my hat here. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so now that you guys understand fully that you're listening to a podcast with a very attractive man, we're going to talk about the movie. The the, the, and, uh, yeah, I know. Now, now it all kind of goes downhill from here because you're like, oh, he's super hot. Santa Jaws? Really? Like, <laughs> this, this will be the Twigs is Hot podcast. That's what we're going to do. We're just, just going to run with it. <laughs> Okay, so we watched we watched Santa Jaws. Just the first thing that I do want to say about this, because we've watched some very low funded movies on this on this. We podcast. have watched some <laughs> we, have, like, we have we have watched movies where the budget looked like it was a pizza and a beer and somebody took too much of the beer to film. Yeah. I, didn't one of them wasn't it like under five thousand dollar budget? It was like three thousand. Yeah, it was like three three grand or something like that. I think um, right. it might have been Shark Side of the Moon was three three hundred three thousand. I don't know. Shark Side of the Moon had CGI, wasn't it? The Go Goku CGI though. The Go Run Goku jump. Goku yeah, or, one of them. One of them definitely was. One of them was very low budget. This one actually had. A, a decent sized budget. It was no, so B rated. Goku, we couldn't find the budget for. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one didn't have one. Everything was free. <laughs> that was made yeah. for free. <laughs> that was the that was the five finger discount budget on that one. <laughs> but this one, it had it was under a million dollars, right? It was it was yeah. well under a million dollars. Um, but I they this is this is definitely the... one of the higher like funded uh -huh. films we've watched for this this podcast. At about seven hundred thousand dollars, I think is what it was estimated. Uh -huh. Yeah, which for us sounds like a a billion. Right, right, right. Because we've been watching but, ten thousand, fifty thousand dollar B rated movies. So this yeah. is this is how it's still considered B rated. But you could really, I, I just want to put this out. We're not even going to get into the story yet. The way they filmed it, the cameras they used, they did a damn good job. I think yeah, we could all the CGI on this. Yeah. Like the the like, CGI on this was actually pretty damn good too. It was. I got so used to watching movies that looked like they were filmed on an iPhone six that this mm -hmm. was just like refreshing. Mm -hmm. It was. I was there was a couple of scenes that were out of place, like one of the over the shoulder looking into the water ones you could tell was with like the yeah. B, B camera. And I was like, that was out of place. But all the other ones were with like, you know, the red camera, like the the you know, couple hundred thousand dollar really nice camera. So I, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. And that was appeasing to my eyeballs to watch in this movie. It was. And honestly, this movie was not, it was not as bad as, like, people have made this movie out to be. Because we have heard, like, this movie oh, God. is so bad it makes uh, Shark Side of the Moon look like a masterpiece. Like, we legit I, heard that. I think that this was better. In my I opinion. think so, you Don't know? get me wrong. I still love Shark Side of the Moon. I right, love right, it. right. Yeah, yeah. But, it down, but... like, th like this movie was was the story was weird, but it was there. <laughs> it kind of had out. like a Disney Channel like made for TV movie feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was. What was it? The uh, the the Disney the, the Disney dot com or whatever it was like yeah. back in the day. Or whatever, whatever. Who put out like iCarly in those? That was Nickelodeon. Yeah, it, it almost felt like a, a, a semi-bloody Nickelodeon movie to me. Yeah. Like a Nick at Night, you know? Like, like, <laughs> that's when you can add in the blood. No, I just, Nick at Night is I Love Lucy. Nick at Night, that actually not anymore. It's not, now it's George Lopez. <laughs> oh, <Right. yeah. laughs> so, just speaking of the blood, this is out of context. 
just popped into my head. The elf walking down the dock. He took my uh-huh. life. That was that was gold. That was pure. Gold. I lost it. I lost it for like a whole minute on that one. Like the, the elf gets his legs chopped off and then walking down on the stubs that you can nose. tell is just him walking on his knees. Yeah. You know darn well he should have been dragging oh, himself. So he took my legs. And there was I didn't even no see, blood. I know he got <laughs> eaten. I didn't see him get eaten because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> did he just fall? I mean, did anybody? Because I'm the same. Did he just fall in or did he get pulled the in? The shark, the shark bumped the dock and he fell in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. See, I didn't um, see that. I was yeah. laughing. So I was laughing I, my ass off at that point. Yeah, that was so I do want to point out how freaking amazing was that like main character's actor. Okay, so like he, he played good. the angsty teenager to the T. Okay, so how about how about we do this? Because I want to get into that kid. I want to like a whole section of this right. podcast on that kid. Let's just let's just give a quick synopsis of the movie. We don't have to, you know, play by play, but just what it's about and and you know, so people can have an idea. And then we can go right. over a few uh pointed things because I really do want to dive into that kid because that kid was freaking awesome. Right. Um, so this this is technically a spoiler-free synopsis. The um, okay. the kid that we're talking about draws Santa Jaws as a comic with a magic pen that brings the character to life and which brings on the terror to the town and tries to eat his family. And that is literally like in the synopsis for the Amazon or cool. whatever, like whatever it was. That was the synopsis of the movie for itself. Yeah. It it um I'm trying to think he Okay, I, I'm I'm just gonna say at the beginning, he he's he's mad because his mom, dude. I'm not gonna his lie. Mom was bitch. She should have died and stayed uh, dead. Okay, do are we yes. giving spoilers or are we just letting people watch it? Well, I'm, I mean, we can't, can't really, me. we can't really talk about it without giving spoilers. Okay, because I I was rooting the entire movie for that mom to get eaten by Santa Jaws. Like, every yeah. time it didn't happen, I got angry. Okay, yeah. I wanted the mom okay. to get eaten in the first three seconds of that movie. And what <laughs> made me, like, infuriated, and I don't think this is really spoiling because this is right at the beginning, the one person that I said to everybody in this group, mm-hmm. please don't let him die, was the first person to die. First person to die. Yep. I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like, I literally, before anything even started, I was like, please don't let this guy die. Not this guy, please. <laughs> it, the and whole it was, chat was like, get, like, time to go feral. Like, yep. Yeah. It was, it that that broke my heart this a little movie, bit. This movie would have been so much better had you had the mom die and at, at instead the of the grandfather like at, like the, very at the very beginning you had the mom die you have him kind of upset because the last thing they did was argue with each other and then you have him and the grandpa go like full force on trying to take this thing down that would have been awesome like but it would have been a completely movie, different movie it would have but I, like the story there, the story with the grandpa and the kid, like yeah. that would have been an amazing movie. Look at that is a good combo. You want to hear me out? Princess Bride. 
You got the yeah. kid that's sick. You got grandpa. You're like, you're right there for that story. You're like, yeah, grandpa and grandson. You know, like you're right there for it. I would have watched the shit out of a two and a half hour movie of that kid and his grandpa Just, going after yeah. the predator. Give me, give me, give me the adventure, adventure time grandpa kid movie chasing yep. the shark like that. That I would have watched the fuck. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I would have watched part like, one, two, and three. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that that would have that would have been good. That would have been good. But you know, it is uh, it is what it is. So, it it's it it's the, really, it's really good. The right? adult, all of the adults in this movie, except for the grandfather, were awful. Well, okay, <laughs> the the older brother, not the, not his older brother, wasn't, his he, uncle, his uncle. He had some redeeming qualities. He was a shit because he was, you know, on business calls the whole time, and he had the the Instagram model girlfriend or wife. That oh he my god! Married. That but, I wanted to just like stab in the face. But the thing yeah. that I loved about him was when the kid was drawn. He's like, "Hey, I got some art contacts. I can hook you up." You know, like he was doing that redeeming quality of like, "I might be a business schmuck, but you're my nephew, and I'm going to do what I can to help you with, with your dream of what you want to do." Like he like, had some redeeming I mean, qualities. Some, but like, man, he was still a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He like, was the typical. Every adult in this movie was pretty much just a piece of shit, with the exception of the grandfather who yeah. died first. And dude, his his dad. Like, oh, that's look, sad. His <laughs> dad was the biggest wuss pushover, like little oh, yeah. puss boy. Like I, I was like, dude, really, really, you're such a weak little fool. And then he grabs the gun and he's Rambo, and I'm like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that bothered me. But if you notice. Every instant where something happened, she took the gun away from him. <laughs> like he uh -huh. never got to use his own gun. Yeah. Like you are a little bitch, aren't you? Look, we know who wears the pants there. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. And it was the Instagram model. So uh Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and it I... was like the weird vibes between the Instagram model and the, the older brother. Yeah, I don't know if you guys caught that, but there was a line in there that they were like, "Wait, you follow each other on Instagram?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm one of like 150 thousand." He's like, "Well, I... the uncle's like, well, I don't think that's appropriate." <laughs> there were some things in there that I don't know if they were like behind the scenes jokes. Like maybe the older brother and the Instagram model actually had a thing going like while they were making the movie. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I don't it was yeah. <laughs> yeah, entirely possible. So this movie, like I keep going back to it was made really well. Like it was, it was. clean, it was clear. It was not written it was good. Well, but it was no, 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 no. Yeah, the but I wanna, the, I wanna put that out there lines like, well. Like they, there was, they were actors, like trained actors. Yeah. It wasn't like, just like friends making a movie. Like these were real actor, actor people. This is a movie where the script failed everything else. Right. Yes. Like the actors tried to make the script good, like delivered the lines, but the lines were bad. Like, there were so many, so many Christmas puns. I'll see so you in many. hell. I'll see you in jingle hell. I, before also, that even happened, he kicked Santa in the balls and he started and it makes jingle. a jingle sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he kicked him in the jingle bells is what he did. And he kicks him in the nuts and it's ching, 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 ching. 
It's like, bro, no, no, don't do that. Yeah, it, it was evil like Santa. Santa, was like, Santa had the like the weird bird eye going. Like well, that was evil Santa. Remember? Yeah, he, he took off his Santa coat to his his A shirt underneath to fight this kid on a dock. Had a wife beater on underneath. Yeah, it, was like... it was like drunk Santa. Like his beard was wasn't even like a real beard. It was like it was I'm bad, a hiker. Santa. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. It was a bad Santa. <laughs> One thing I did like though is that um when they were talking about the comic book that the kid wrote, right? And the guy at the comic book store was like, Oh man, the way that the, the elf died, that was epic, right? I do love that they added that in when the elf got killed. Yeah. Like the guy in the elf suit later on got killed. I was like, hey, they're they gave the synopsis of the story in the beginning without really telling you that's what they were going to do, and then they followed it, so which I thought was pretty cool. I like also they... really appreciate, like, along the same vein, is that no one ever told the kid, like, what you're doing is crap or your work sucks or anything like that. Even the ones that didn't right. agree with it or didn't understand yeah. it, like they were like, even, oh, even okay. The, even the, the comic book owner, store owner, who was an absolute perv, was like he oh he was bad too but like he he's like yeah you guys gotta check out my book have you read my book yet and they're like yeah of course we've read it everybody here has read it we have read your book a couple times over because you forced us to (laughs) what did you think of santa jaws he's like oh santa jaws was great i gave it to a customer so that they could give you some feedback yeah like even the asshole characters were never an asshole to him about the thing that he wanted to do except his mom his, his mom, mom was asshole head face. As soon as she said, I'm going to take away your art supplies as a punishment, I was like, anybody that agrees with that statement right there needs to go to jingle hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, not, just, I just... So, like, I, just and I, don't mom. I don't understand saving, saving the mom as long as they did. Okay, so here is where I'll give them... As much as the script was horribly written, think about it, though, like this. We all hated the mom, right? They did a pretty good job. If they got everybody to hate the mom, they did a pretty good job. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there were plots that were really thin. Then you had, had, like, then you had her, like, die. I didn't want her to come back. I didn't didn't redeem herself. Well, you guys even saw what I said that after they, you know, uh, and I don't want to spoil too much, but I was like, please let the shark come back just to eat one and have it be the mom, yeah. you know, like, right? yeah, <laughs> just let the mom die and everybody else is good. Like the shark, so, shark fly. I think at one point you said the shark flies through the window and eats the mom yeah. and then just disappears. <laughs> like, yes. And then it gets written out, you know, then it finally like fades off into nothing. Like, just let it take the one more with it and let it be her. I do. You know, I do. Great. I do want to point out one major flaw that I found while I was watching it and one that just hit me wrong and I was like, the fuck, bro, is that they called the cops, right? The parents called the cops. Uh-huh. They both said he. Yes. And the voice was, it was a girl. very female. Yes. Yeah. I caught that too. And well, it hey, wasn't just me. About like pronoun like making sure the shark had the right pronouns in the very beginning right like that seemed, i think that's why to me that seemed like such a big slip up 
Well, I think what it probably was is they were filmed at different times. So they filmed her talking, right? And then the person that was probably reading the other lines, not like on the phone, but like reading so she had their timing right, was probably like the, the dad or, you know, whatever, right, off camera. So, you know, she was like, oh, he did this. And then when they got somebody to record to be the operator, they found someone and it was like, oh, hey, Samantha, come here and do this. And, and some, you know, lady just recorded the voice. So they had already filmed them separately, put them in and were like, fuck it. It's a B-rated movie. We're not fixing this. We're not recording the scene fuck over. It. No, nobody will notice. But we all <laughs> Suddenly like, a podcast comes out pointing out your thoughts. <laughs> Oh, how are they going to know? <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. So it's funny you caught that. Is that? Yeah. Uh, well, he it's said, just... or he hung up on me. And I'm like, no, that was a female. Like, that was <laughs> definitely a female you were talking to. I do like, also want to say that I did scream yes at the top of my lungs and almost flip backwards in my chair when the mom got eaten. <laughs> I also yeah. appreciate that, like, for all of them, it was just like, oh, no, they just get, like, drug under the water, and that's <laughs> it. But for the mom, they, like, drug that out. Oh, yeah. She's just screeching in the background. It almost looked like, we, you know, we talked about, like, Shark Side of the Moon, how, like, the one person that got ate probably didn't get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looked like that, but you could tell she was actually getting eaten. Because you had, like, blood coming out the mouth and stuff. Yeah, but... no, they, they, they got her pretty good. And actually, I, I felt that was a redeeming point of the movie. Like, everybody <laughs> else just, like I even I even mentioned at one point, like, is it just swallowing everybody? Because there was no no, yeah, there yeah, was there no was body parts. It was just, oh, look, they're gone. I'm like, it inhaled them. It just... Well, yeah, I mean, it only... was a 20-foot shark. Okay, but... Okay, okay. I I born and raised near the ocean, right? Like I've been in the ocean most of my life. I, I grew up surfing. Therefore, we had to research sharks. That was an important thing for us to do because they are out there. We're in their their place. Even the largest of sharks don't swallow whole humans. Okay, like the giant ones still chomp up and bite up and everything else like they don't swallow most of their things they eat they don't just swallow they chew them up and they chomp them and take chunks out of them so that's why to me i'm like wow it just slurped them up like a little boba bubble out of a straw just <laughs> there they go <laughs> yep. but the but mom the mom i hate how me. accurate that analogy is <laughs> like... and now i want boba <laughs> i do too i do it's too late I'm for good. Boba. <laughs> it's too late for us. My my favorite thing though, my favorite thing about the movie though was the callback to Home Alone. Not once, but yeah. twice. Nice. Right. And not only like the callback because they they played the the music that was behind Kevin McAllister. They played the music that where you know, all right, don't get scared now. Like they play that that like beat behind him, and he and he's all right. He's like. Throwing on the Christmas sweater, going, okay, let's do this. Like, <laughs> like tactical Christmas sweater is what that was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if she was... was attracted to everything Christmas, then why wasn't she attracted to the Christmas sweater? Ooh, oh, good question. That's a good question. I I <laughs> thought that too. I was like, I don't, I don't know why. You just throw the sweater into the water and dangle it around a little bit. Uh, okay. why, why not? 
I did love the the way that they had the thing like grab the the Christmas lights and wrap around the back of the tail. Like the way yeah, that like, they you think it was like a lasso. In. Yeah. Like oh god. Oh. <laughs> oh god, yeah. What was her name again? Because I just call her Barbie. What the uh, Instagram model one? Yeah. Good question. Um, she was uh boo boo doo yeah, I'm I Georgia I, after she got named Georgia. Barbie. Named Georgia. Right. Georgia. She was named Georgia. after a state, like one yeah. of the worst ones. Just I kidding, mean, Georgia like, people, we love you. Like after after we nicknamed her Barbie, she was just Barbie at that point. She was, the fact so, that she stayed in a bikini for so long too. Like yeah. gratuitous bikini shot. Here's the thing. She's actually a fairly big actress, producer, and director. Okay, so this came out this came out in 2018, right? So it's not too yeah. long ago, just what four four almost five years ago. Um she's been she's been in um she did voices in Devil May Cry Five. Wow, that's wow. kind of cool. Um do do do. I mean, there's a whole list of, uh, but she was in a, a TV show where she was on like a, a TV show for a while, um, The Undertaker's Wife in 2021. Um, let's see what else is there. So when I started looking into her, I was just like, hey, like she isn't just like you know, you know, in the uh, um, the Thanksgiving where where yeah. it's just the the porn actress with their boobs at the front. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's all that she does. Like, I was wondering, like, is she really? Is this person was she really an Instagram model, or was she just like B-rated, like booby actress? And she's really, she's really not. She's performed on Broadway. Um, she's been in TV, film. She done voiceovers. Um, she was in the original revival cast of Fiddler on the Roof with Rosie O'Donnell and Harvey Feinstein. Wow! Like wow! Like she's uh, uh, Les Miserables. She was in. Like she's been in big time stuff so when i started looking because you know she played that she played that role phenomenally she played that oh, instagram yeah. role fucking it wasn't perfect. instagram what was it insta oh, was it insta chat or something like that snap, yeah snap snapstagram snapstagram yes well i mean of course they couldn't throw it in there without getting rights right and everything else so i'd love that they put it as snapstagram um and i also thought it was funny that she only had like one hundred and twenty-five thousand followers because you would figure if she was able to catch like some rich guy, she'd have like a million or so followers. But she was like the low end Snapstagram model, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Well, he's kind of like the low end investor dude too. True, so. because his yacht was, was not like, a yacht. <laughs> it was an oversized Boston wheel. They okay? actually, was, I mean, they they did mention that they were like, "This is what he calls a yacht." Is like, this is what he can afford. It's like, <laughs> They, so he was he was not nearly as rich as he was trying to portray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has done live singing at the Oscars and the Tonys and released two solo albums. Good for her. Dang. Okay, let's freaking go. All right. Good lord, what has she not done? I'm just saying, uh, uh and you could say, well, she hasn't done a shark movie. Yes, she has. Yeah, yes, she has. She's you could, you could say she hasn't done a Christmas movie, but she has. <laughs> but she has. This is honestly, I really did enjoy this movie though. Like I did too. I did too. We were all pleasantly surprised at the beginning. We were like, the hell? 
I yeah. was I was told this is gonna be awful. Yeah, we all were. And don't get me wrong, is it like a is it a, a multi billion dollar masterpiece? No, no, but is it a good movie to sit down and watch with some friends at Christmas time? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, okay, I'm reading about her. I'm just I'm just surprised because of the role she played in this movie. Um mm-hmm. she did a damn good job because I'm looking at her resume. What's her name? What's her um, name? Her name is Haviland Stillwell. H A V I L A N D Stillwell. Um, All right. So her TV and film work includes Ava DuVernay's Selma, Amazon's Crime Story with Mira Servino, Magic Mike, Double XL, Sci Fi Santa Jaws, Unreal, CSI New York. Oh, this um, is a sci fi movie. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's probably That's why, why the production had a, a was so good. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and she's in the popular LGBTQ series BIFL. I don't know that movie or TV show, but I, it's in its second season. Um, oh, she's uh, she's producing. Holy crap, dude. I'm just I'm stoked. Like going from what we saw her as to seeing what her real life is is kind of neat. You know, maybe this was like a fun thing just to play for her to be like super dumb ditzy just yeah dunce you know she just went for it she pulled it off a role that she doesn't really have to think about Uh, or a role that she doesn't live the life of she just gets to see other people and make fun of essentially she holds a bachelor's degree from nyu look at you go um do 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 Okay, she has two dogs. That's all I'm going to talk about her. But it was cool. She did a good job. <laughs> two, two dogs. Yeah. Two dogs. That's, yeah. what That's the info that pops on. up. <laughs> she, has, she has a wife and two dogs. That's what it said. She has a wife and two oh, dogs. Lives okay. in LA. And I'm like, go on with your bad self. Um, then there was Jenna, the uh, the love interest. You know, the girl yeah. across the street. She was that a was... pretty good little actress. She yeah. must have did good too. She did good too. Um, she was in the Vampire Diaries. Oh, oh good for her. Also in Diary of the Wimpy one, Kid, but... The Long Haul. Oh, okay. Like Goosebumps too. Those are pretty big productions. Holy crap! She's in the Sex Lives Sex Lives of College Girls. It's a TV series, not a porno. Um, it's <laughs> a TV series. If you haven't heard of it, it's actually. I mean, I haven't watched it, but it's gotten reviews. It's one of those where it's like, I don't really feel like watching the Sex Lives of College Girls, but it's got a lot of good reviews and what it's about. I'm um, sort of like uh, Orange is the New Black. You know, it's got great yeah. reviews and it, it does really, really well. It's just not my movie. I guess. Orange is the New Black is a TV show, dear. Yes. Did I say movie? I meant... I meant yes. Uh, sorry. Um, but yes, she was in Vampire Diaries. So, again, not a... a... Like, the cast is nothing to sneeze at in this movie. Yeah. yeah I'm, like, the cast is at least people who have been in shows training, that we've heard of. Like, <laughs> the cast has some training. The mom that we all hate. Have you ever seen the TV show Preacher? I've yes. heard of it, but I never watched it. Okay, it's, it's actually really good because it is. I've, it's yeah, I've heard that too. Like you think that it's like church? It, the dude's like no, no, no. no. It's, it's based on. I know what it is. I know the the comic book okay, yeah. that it's based off of. Yeah, it's, I it's, I know what it is. I just I've never watched it. 
it's yeah, really, it's really good. It's like really gritty and just drawn out and slow and kind of ugly. But I think it's fucking amazing. I think it's really, really yeah. good. So I think it fits in, the context of the comic book very well. So she's in Preacher. She's also in The Magnificent Seven. That oh, movie. really? Yeah. So the mom, uh, like with she, Chris Pratt and uh... <laughs> yep that that wow. big that big hit one. Um, I own that one. That's a good movie. Well, yeah. that's a good ish movie. <laughs> uh, she's uh, Jeepers Creepers three. Yeah, there you go. Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Don. Oh, is she the mom in that? I think so. Um, Longmire. Okay. Like she's again another big actress. That oh wait um. No, she was, only in one episode. Don is a, uh... she was only in one episode of oh, Nikki, okay. Nikki, Don. So not the mom, must have just been somebody that came in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's, she... it's, it's a, uh, that's a Nick show, kind of like iCarly, but a few years down the road. It, it's just, it's one of those Nick shows. And the dead Blue Bloods. Holy oh, crap. wow. Okay. <laughs> Holy crap. Sorry. Wait, I'm is he like... like... Is he in a lot of that, or just... Um, let's see. Oh, he's one of the guys on Sasquatch Watch. Have you ever seen that show? Uh-uh. He's been, from 2020 to 2021, this guy did 33 episodes of Sasquatch Watch. It's people that go looking for to find Sasquatch, and they never find them, and they've done like 30 to 50 episodes of never finding Sasquatch. It's awesome. they always get so close every episode and then try again the next one it's it's amazing did you hear that it's one of those did you hear that no (laughs) you you heard that right no no (laughs) let me play it for you again still nothing (laughs) wait wait this time did you hear it what was that oh sorry i farted you know like it's (laughs) They're just rolling up like, hey there, Sasquatch, it's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. Like... <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> so the best friend. The best friend was um in the heist. He was a little shithead, dude. Uh Leverage. He was on Leverage. Uh let's see. What he was in Watchmen, the TV show Watchmen. Oh, really? Okay. Let's go. That was a good show. That was a good show. Again, this cast is not anything to sneeze at. And he was also on Preacher. Okay. And that's not even getting to the one person that I did want to talk about. The one person that I really want to talk about, that was just the main people. That was the love interest girl, the dad, the mom. Um, Oh, I do want to, and the best friend, I do want to grab the the comic book store owner. The comic book store owner, his name is Scott Allen Perry. He played such a shit, like pervert, (laughs) just lazy motherfucker is what he was. He was in NCIS New Orleans, like keeping up with the Joneses. This dude has been in Cloak and Dagger. Um, He did voices for NBA 2K18. He was also a preacher. I'm seeing a theme. There's three different actors that did things with the TV show Preacher. Maybe that's where they all met. Let's make a movie. Yeah, if this is a sci-fi, like a sci-fi movie. There we go. Like sci-fi would have pulled people from stuff like that where they went, okay, we know you can do this kind of thing. Do you want to do it for us? I like it. Because that wasn't I, that wasn't a sci-fi show. Preacher wasn't a sci-fi show. 
I think it was like AMC or TMC. No, I think it was like AMC, AMC, something like that. But it wasn't. It wasn't sci-fi. I know that much. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I know that we're talking about um, Santa, Santa, Santa Jaws, but Santa Jaws. One, I think because of the quality of it is what made me want to go look at the people. Because they're right. really good. Like, don't don't get me wrong. We we tend to look at the people anyways. But like this mm-hmm. one, I was really like, man, I wonder what else these guys have done. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually when we're looking at people, we're seeing if the movie that we watched ruined their career. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> or if they are a career B movie artist, like. Or half of them are in porn and just switched over to making a B-rated movie in between, you know, por- which we have found. On yeah. yeah. Where it's like, holy shit, three of them are porn actors and actresses. <laughs> like, get down <laughs> with your bad self. But... <laughs> yeah. And that one, I'm trying to figure out if going from porn to B-rated movie is trying to step up. Or if going from B-rated to movie to porn is stepping up. I don't know which one's the step up with some of these. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. These movies are so bad. Um, yeah, before I get too far into Preacher, it's uh, AMC. It's AMC, okay. you're right. Yep. So we've we've talked about how the, the acting the acting was good. Um, the quality was good. Now knowing that it was a sci-fi, it makes sense. Yeah, sci- yeah sci-fi. it makes sense. They have the clout. They have the budgets. You know, even though it's a low budget, but... Did I, when sci-fi grabs people, people jump on sci-fi. Um, yeah, like it's yeah. Some of the some you, of the shows like, take off on sci-fi. We had we had read the uh, review shortly before we got on here, where it was like, you know, this was an underrated film, and it went under the radar. Like now, I see why you would say it went under the radar if it was a sci-fi film, because yeah. a lot of sci-fi films do go under the radar. But this could have been one where they were like, "Hey, we did something really fun here." Speaking of which, I did want to read those reviews. I, I did. I, but where did I put that? Because that was gold. Before we do that, though, we gotta we gotta talk about the kid. Okay, okay, okay. We'll talk about the kid. Then we're gonna get to the five reasons Santa Jaws is the ultimate feel good Christmas horror movie. Okay, so this kid. His name is Reed Miller. Reed Miller. And this kid delivered his lines. Like, like he, he didn't over-deliver them, like yeah. you see in a lot of these B-movies. He didn't, he didn't, you know, Shatner this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would have been hilarious. It would have been great. I just want one really bad actor in with the main cast just to be like, what are what? you doing here? Go, <laughs> like, honestly, that the, the character for that would have been the, the comic book owner. Yeah, he was the closest. Like, yeah, he, he would have been he would have been the guy that could have shattered in this movie and been fine. Well, he, he kind of did with the, uh, you know, you sent my kids after a shark, and what was the plan? That's confidential information. I'm like, the, f- the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, you have like, access now. Like, right? She pulls a gun at him. You have access now. It's like, that they was didn't the pull the gun kid. at him. She pointed it at yeah. him. They already had that locked and loaded. Which, again, I said something. Around. This had yeah, to be a, like a little town. town with, yeah. 
small town with white people walking around with a gun, pointing at at people, and nobody bats an eye. Nobody called the cops. Nobody anything. Look, you come to my town and walk around with the gun and point at anybody. There's going to be a SWAT team on your ass. I'm so, I'm <laughs> sorry. Like they uh-huh. they there's an Air Force yeah. base. They're going to fly a helicopter in after you. All right, <laughs> you are not getting away <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> also, I have to point out that they're saying like this is oh this is a day before Christmas. There's this huge thing that's this big celebration about like you know that we never get to see that okay, you never no see. There were no other people. The parents apparently run a restaurant and they're doing a big dinner for, for like, nobody. <laughs> you know why you didn't see that? Because then you have to pay extras. <laughs> like that would have done above seven hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought about that when they were like, "Oh no, all the people that are going to be on the water." Like, because they were going to just hide from the water. They're like, but what about all the people that are going to be on the water? And they're at the marina looking all the way down along all the boats. Nobody. I'm like, (laughs) it's a huge parade. Aren't people getting their boats ready? I don't know about you guys, but I had friends that had boats in in, or worked at Marina. My grandfather, yeah. My grandfather lived on a big thing going on. You pretty much get started at five or six o'clock in the morning, scrubbing down your boat, making sure everything's good, having mm-hmm. everything ready, because it takes longer to back the boats up and get them in line than it does cars. So it, those yep. people would have been out there first thing in the morning when Grandpa got eaten. Okay, everybody would have yep. seen it. It wouldn't have been the cops going, "This is for serious purposes only," and hanging up. That would have. <laughs> and getting misgendered. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's okay. why nobody was out there because they everybody was out there when Grandpa got eaten and somebody saw it and they were like, "All right, we're putting out a shark warning because apparently that's something we need to do today." Yeah, but I have a feeling that's the type of town where they all would have ran to go look. Yeah. Can I just point out the one thing that caught me off absolutely off fucking guard? The alligator. Okay. What? <laughs> What? I mean, I'm with you. I'm it so wasn't even you. just like the alligator would have been fine, but then it comes up and it's like neon orange blood. It is definitely like a foam alligator. Like it, it doesn't cool even floaty. My friends' kids yeah. have those. All right. What <laughs> the fuck? Handles. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting it to be the shark, or if it was the shark, it was going to come up and eat the dad. Like. Mm-hmm. Those were the two. I wasn't expecting it was either not going to be the shark or it was going to be the shark come up, eat the dad. Like, that was the the thought. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting the pool floaty with neon orange paint where it got shot. <laughs> like, yeah. and they're talking, the way that this is set, it's very, like, New England. And I think it's New it's, Orleans. It had to be somewhere warm, dude. She was in her yeah. bikini in December in the water. In the water. We're talking Hawaii yeah, at this point. Okay. <laughs> I, I, see, I was thinking like maybe California, possibly even possibly California. Florida. Even no, California, California, the water, the water gets freezing as fuck. See. Even even if it's eighty degrees out in December, which it's usually not like sixty, you have like I surfed. I grew up down there. You have to wear a full wetsuit and you're still numb when you get out of the water. Like even California in the winter is ice cold ocean um hawaii is the only place that i've ever been i haven't been to florida could have been florida um <laughs> hawaii is the only place that i've been when i lived there that i could go into the water in december in shorts 
that's the only place. So, I mean, I'm sure there's places like in Mexico and so, like the top part of South America, um, you know, Fiji, Samoa, but they weren't in any of those places. <laughs> no, there, there was nothing tropical about where they were. Right. Like I can see New Orleans, um, but I don't know how cold it gets there in the winter. No, but see, also, didn't have you don't go in the water vibe. in New Orleans. No, see, I was picturing like Connecticut or Maryland. Yeah, like New England somewhere, because they're talking. There hasn't been a shark attack here in a thousand years. Like the the ocean mm-hmm. is borderline iced over that time of the year. Yeah, like, you're not gonna it's find cold up there. Like you're not gonna find a gator <laughs> chilling in a New England bay. Like, no matter how hardcore the Instagram model is, she's not getting in a floaty in December in Maine. Okay, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Pray. <laughs> Do it for the gram. <laughs> the snaps the gram. Snaps you got to be hardcore to be on snaps the gram. For oh, all gosh. her 150,000 followers. Uh, <laughs> which, like, by the way, only take if, so if much. he's supposed to be like a... a like influencer model that seems like a very low number <laughs> that's a real that's low insane. that's what i'm saying i mean i think i could do that in another year so although well, to be fair it was in 2018 when instagram modeling was like really starting to take off true and it was like really really early in that i want to it's got to be an inside joke between the cast members but when they were talking about like Oh, you're getting good at this. Like the husband taking the pictures of the mm-hmm. the girl and they're like, Well, I had to after the the Leotard dog oh, walking incident. Oh god. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I what? Oh. And they both just go, oh. <laughs> like, it, it like was, I need to was, know that story. It was funny. <laughs> like I it was cheesy, but it, it played well into the, you know, he's going to do whatever to keep his hot. I'm with you know, Relly. No, but I'm with Relly. I want to know what that story is. <laughs> that should be the sequel. Because <laughs> you know she was cheating on him. I, like, I also, like, I also got the weird feeling that the mom was cheating on the dad with the, the brother. Which is boy, why she cared so brother? much. No, it's his brother. Oh, okay. So that's why he was hitting on the Instagram model. Actually, he wasn't hitting on her. He was too dumb to to do that. Well, he was he wasn't hitting on her as much as he was just like trying to make conversation with the dumbest person in the room. And he was a what chemistry teacher? Yeah, yeah he's like a yeah, some kind of physics teacher or something like that. That's why he came up with a catapult. And it's just but, like a baseball. I also appreciate how they really tried, like, really tried to get super, super, like, deep philosophical things in here. The brother's talking to the best friend about, how, like, how, you know, everybody's a uh, part of a stereotype. Oh, and, yeah. They did. Like. Or the, uh, don't be so hard on your mother because she went through a punk phase once and shit like that. Dude, yeah, I like, yeah. so mad. I'm like, it's not a punk phase, it's a lifestyle. Obviously, you guys have no fucking clue what you're talking about. My 47-year-old well, best friend still lives the punk life. All right, come on now. Uh, I your mean, 35-year-old girlfriend still lives <laughs> the punk life. That's what I'm saying, the punk phase. Avril well, Lavigne, for, for, her, for her, it was probably like a six-month phase where that was what was cool. 
Right, right. It's just, you know, it's like people are like, oh, you went through a skateboarding phase. It's like you were never a skater. Don't don't claim that. That's just me being like angry about it. Um, <laughs> I was looking at the brother, the older brother, because I thought they actually looked alike. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out if they were actually related. They're not. Um, they're they're not uh, his name's Arthur Mariquin and oh. the other kid is Reed Miller. Um, the funny thing is is that they both grew up in Texas, different parts of Texas, but they both grew up in Texas. Um, and the older brother has been in a lot less. Um, he looks like he wants to be a Fabio model or like on the cover <laughs> of GQ. Not like he's been in a number of small things, but nothing that really jumps out to me. See, I love that we're we're picking in all these states. First, it was Georgia because mm. they had the Ditsy model named Georgia, which right. we have now dubbed as Barbie. Um, then I mean, it was, she was though, like I know, right? Then it was Florida, <laughs> just because Florida. It's Florida, Florida, Florida. like and then like, like Florida is self-explanatory. Look, in Florida, a guy <laughs> captured an alligator, got mad at somebody in the drive-through, and threw the alligator at them out of his car. <laughs> it's Florida, all right. Come I mean, there's, Florida there's, deserves. I'll take you on. You're right. I'll take you one better. The guy that threw it out of the window of his car threw it into a drive-thru window. Yeah, that's what I mean. That it was into the yeah. drive-thru of the the yeah, that dude. But it's Florida. People weren't like, oh my God. Like we were. We were like, oh my right. God, who would throw an alligator into the drive-thru at Jack in the Box or whatever? Because he's pissed they were off. just going, Yeah, that's Tim down the street. Yeah, like, and the people like, at Jack in the Box were like, ah, oh, another dang alligator, get it out of here. You know, it's like what? They're just like, God damn it, Steve. Not again. Like, what do you mean again? <laughs> like, Florida's the place. Like, it hit my radar years ago when a guy took a male person hostage. It was a lady, a male lady, took her hostage in her male car. But the male cars were set up to not go anywhere above, I think it was 28 miles an hour. So he takes her hostage with a gun in the mail car and a police chase ensues and he hops on the fucking freeway doing 28 miles an hour to get away from these cops. This isn't a movie, you guys. I'm talking about real shit that happened in Florida. I think I think Florida hit my radar when because I was still in high school when this happened, but the, the guy that was on um Bat Salts. Bat Salts oh, ate the God. other guy's face. Yep. Like, like that was that was when I really started going, what the fuck is happening down there? <laughs> Look, you have really old people retiring, and then you have people that throw alligators. That's what you have. Okay. <laughs> so for reference, for anybody that doesn't know this, that's listening, I work for a cruise company. That cruise company is based out of Florida. Oh, that explains God. a lot. That does explain a lot. I'm so sorry. Now I know why your job's so stressful. <laughs> I am so sorry. So anyway. These stories and just the random bullshit that I have heard makes me go, I am never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever going to Florida. <laughs> I mean, I go to Florida to go to Disney World, but that's a whole different story. Okay, See, I... I will go to Florida to get on a ship. That's what I'll do. I will go from the airport to the cruise port, and that's it. I wanted to go to Florida for one reason. right? Like, I have family that moved there, right? I don't even want to go visit them. I love you, uh, Aunt Pam. I'm, I don't want to go visit. All right. 
But the one reason why I want to go to Florida is that I think manatees are amazing creatures. I'd love to just see a manatee in the wild. That's it. Like, I, I, say, I would see one yeah, and bounce have, the fuck out. We have manatees up at the Cleveland Zoo. But I want to see, like, actual the in their habitat, like, in the wild. I would love to see one. Um, but, I mean, I, I would have to get of, like, The real Swim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> I still love Swim Shady. I hope that Swim Shady is thriving. I is, do, too. Is Swim so, Shady a manatee? Yes. Yes, it is. I, I, I already love them. I, I have actually them. been to Florida. I'm sorry. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because I was... Um, Story type. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, back in Star's horror phase. <laughs> that explains the Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it was La Florida. <laughs> I had. Tell me, there's no manatee involved. No. <laughs> okay. Go I ahead. had a military guy fly me from Texas to Florida, <laughs> and I stayed with him for a week. Now, was it the southern part of Florida or the northern part of Florida? It was the Panhandle. Oh, so it's like the inside okay. of Florida. That, yeah, that's but like, it was that's underneath like fake Georgia. Florida. That's like fake Florida. Sorry, it I'm, was I'm just under Georgia. Me. Yeah. Okay. No, I wanna I wanna buy property in Georgia because it's cheap and because they have a whole county that has my last name. Besides that, I don't ever want to go to Georgia. No offense, people from Georgia, I love you guys. So, full um, offense. So don't anyway, do it. <laughs> going on my little rant here about the states. So we started with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Florida because mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. Now we're in Texas, I'm where sorry. you thought the two guys that were, we're acting related. were related, and mm-hmm. they also happen to resemble my ex-husband, who is from Texas. Maybe everybody in Texas looks the same. <laughs> it's in the water. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So okay. We still haven't. We started getting on to to, to Reed Miller, and we just haven't. We right. just haven't expanded on it. Um, Reed Miller was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and moved to West Texas in elementary school. Reed spent most of his early years living in small towns. According to Entertainment Weekly and the Hollywood Reporter, he had his big breakout starring in Joe Bell in 2020, opposite of Mark Wahlberg and Connie Britton as Jaden Bell, which premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival in September of 2020 and released in theaters July 23rd, blah, 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 blah. So this came out before his big break. Big break, yeah. I think this movie with his acting would be a damn good demo to show people, though, because he did a really good job acting in this movie. Look what I can do, even if you give me an absolutely abysmal script. And that says a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Because we've seen some delivery of decent lines by other people horribly. Okay? Like, horribly. (laughs) We have watched other movies where they had a semi-decent script, but they had actors out of the third grade. Like, Mm -hmm. it just, there was no mix. We've had movies that didn't have the actors or the script. Right. Yes, we have. And this one, he took a horrible script and did it well. well I don't want to say horrible. It just wasn't good. So it was, I don't, it was like, not a good script, no. but like the right, the writing was not done well. But the acting and the 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 like the doing of the script was done very well. 
they polished the fuck out of that turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Took a lot of elbow grease. So apparently he was the lead person in a TV show called Play by Play. A coming-of-age comedy about an ESPN sportscaster who looks back on his life in the 90s and gives a play-by-play of his adolescence. And that was, uh, what, 24 episodes from 2017 to 2019. So this kid, this kid's nothing to take a stick out either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this cast really was something compared to the people that we've seen in the movies we've watched for this podcast. Like I said, this cast actually has been in shows and movies that we've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. This is this his is... breakout role is not t-shirt guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but like I love t-shirt guy. Star loved t-shirt guy. I, oh, I love, love t-shirt, t-shirt guy. guy. Have we have we checked in on that guy? Have we seen him catch any big breaks lately? No. We need we need to we need to do like every ten <laughs> episodes a check in on that guy and see where he is. Maybe the next one. We'll we just need to go like back and like segment of you know t-shirt guy. We joke so much about how a lot of this is like brain rot and you don't remember it. We need to do like an every ten episodes come back and be like, what do you still remember about this movie? <laughs> t-shirts, many 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 t-shirts. Okay. <laughs> T-shirts and the and the spewing llama vagina. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I was trying to forget that. I know you hey, were. That's why I said it. Great thing about Santa Jaws: there are no spewing llama vaginas. That's Very a true. great. That's... <laughs> okay, I do want to read the Santa Jaws Five Reasons. It's the ultimate feel-good Christmas horror movie. So before we get into that, though. Okay, okay. I've always wanted to do this. Before we get into the five reasons Santa Jaws is the perfect Christmas horror movie, let's have a word from our sponsors. You know what? Why don't we do that? Here we go. Hey, Squigs. Hey, Potts. What's up? You know they say every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man? I mean, I have heard that a few times. But did you know what every tabletop gamer is crazy about? I have no idea, but I definitely need to know now. Beautiful character art for their favorite characters. And do you know where the best place to get them is? You better tell me, because now I'm on the edge of my seat. Dude, the best place to get them done is by Amber herself at AmberLarkArt.com. And if you're brand new to character creation, she has a section on her website to walk you through the character description with easy yet thorough detail. This sounds amazing. So you're saying I can get my characters brought to life with the amazing talent of Amber at AmberLarkArt.com? Yep, it's at AmberLarkArt.com. And didn't you say she streams at twitch.tv slash AmberLarkArt? Absolutely. So you can watch her bring these characters to life in real time at twitch.tv slash AmberLarkArt. Dude, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Botch. You're welcome, Squigs. And remember, it's AmberLarkArt.com. AmberLarkArt.com. Typing it in now. Well, thank you so much for indulging us. That was our sponsor, which we do love and adore. I hope you guys do, too, as well. You will see that in the description below. Way to get a hold of them. Now, back to Santa Jones. Oh, 100% you should. 100%. Like, I vouch for that person is more than I do King's Hawaiian Sweet Roll, and that says a lot. 
King's Hawaiian Hey, 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 your rolls are so good. I go, oh, no, 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 no. we lose control of the English language. <laughs> we don't word so well. <laughs> Have we ever worded well? Like, <laughs> can I at least say, at least today, it wasn't on the intro to the fucking show? <laughs> I also want to point out that almost every episode since Halloween, we've mentioned King's Hawaiian Sweet Rolls. If that doesn't tell and you something. And many before. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you something, you're missing out. Go get some King's Hawaiian Sweet Rolls. Okay. <laughs> now that the sponsor, uh, the sponsor sponsored, the, the, so the, the sponsored portion of our podcast is uh, passed. I, I want to, I really want to go into this. I pulled up this website. Um, I'm going to be reading from a website. This isn't my own, so I don't want to take credit for it. Um, the picture that I'm looking at on this website is a certain point when Santa Jaws becomes unicorn shark and stabs somebody with said unicorn. It's glorious. It's and a, a side profile. That, that unicorn, the unicorn horn is made Oh yeah. of candy cane. Oh, yeah. It he, is. Okay. She also has cri broken Christmas ornament teeth. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I kind of, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of have a need to draw that. Oh, God. You I want to make Santa Jaws shark corn merch. You know, we can probably I contact Sci-Fi and be like, hey, you know, we've committed <laughs> to him. And be like, hey, look, we 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 saw you. We were inspired by you. You know, if you ever thought about selling your merch, we'll help you out with it. <laughs> I want to make it a stuffy. Oh my! I want to point out that this is so important that my cat has joined us for the podcast and is sitting right near the microphone. Very, you know, the cat knows what's up. <laughs> the cat saw the shark, the shark accord, and was like, "I'm here for it." Okay, well, that's so a big fish. Lots of lots of yeah. yeah. She's like, mmm, that looks like dinner. <laughs> so the website reads as such. When Santa Jaws was first unleashed in 2018, the world stood still. So much so, it sadly slept on this absolute gem of a Christmas movie. Since then, this classic has gone to receive the flowers it so rightly deserves. So it, uh, it's going to give a little bit of synapses, very little. For the uninitiated, where have you been? Santa Jaws concerns a young aspiring comic book artist gifted a mysterious pin that brings his drawings to life. Now his creation, Santa Jaws, begins to devour his family and the remaining must battle for survival against this creature. Here are the five reasons Santa Jaws is the only Christmas movie you will need this year. One. It's a Nazi pen. Hold. Five reasons. One, he wears a Santa hat. <laughs> she, damn it. She, right? You guys fucked up on this website. She 
wears the Santa she hat. Because Santa. on the fin, right, the dorsal it's fin, there is a Santa hat. Coming out of the water. The whole just... movie. The whole movie. Fucking great. Dude, I love shark, it. has a Santa hat on. Yeah. I can't believe they misgendered the shark when they were so clear about that. I, they were very specific. So sometimes <laughs> when the last thing you want on this planet is to get into the merriment moment, it's just what you need the most. What's the easiest way to get into the spirit? <laughs> Dressing up. From ugly Christmas sweaters to reindeer ears, there are tons of options. But the most classic of all is the holiday accessories is the Santa hat. And Santa Jaws understands this very well. Number yes. two. Santa Jaws has a horn that's also a giant candy cane. <laughs> you know yes! how you know how Norwals have that <laughs> those sweet horns that they use to battle their enemies in style? Well, Santa Jaws has a similar thing going on and it's worth celebrating. The only difference, this one seems to be made out of a candy cane. The amount of times I've cut my mouth with a candy cane, that stuff is dangerous. Five stars. Number three. Number three. He's magic. <laughs> Again, she. She. You, you, you idiots. So he you had one job. I know. This one, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It just says that she was uh, born from drawings by a young artist. Be careful what you wish for, because that shit is going to come to life and mess you up. Keep it friendly. That's literally. Okay, I did read some of it. Yeah. Number four. This one really did Number mention. Four. He has green and red teeth. <laughs> because they're ornaments chomped mm -hmm. into his into her gums to create the teeth for Santa Jaws. Because the, the only thing that can hurt Santa Jaws is Christmas stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Like so I one, love that. So the only thing that once the teeth were gone that could have actually become teeth were the shards of the Christmas ornaments. ornaments. Yep. Which they knocked over. I was wondering why they knocked that box over. And then the shark went along biting them to create teeth from bo yep. broken uh, ornaments. So this one says sharks are scary as hell. And the worst part has got to be those wild ass teeth they sport. All the better to tear you up with, am I right? Well, to tone down the terror and bring out the cheer, Santa Jaws has a colorful grill of season colors. We love to see it. <laughs> I got to give the guy that wrote this some, some props. I got to give him some props. Um, and then number five, like, okay, this is where I don't give him props. You got lazy. Number five is it's available on Prime Video. I mean, really? Like, come on, you got to give us another good one. But uh, that's that's what it is. Um, they they gave it a rating. What was it? It was uh, I forget what it was. It was they gave it a low rating, and I disagreed with it. Um, the guy that wrote this, I just want to give him props. His name is uh, Josh Corngut. Josh Corngut, you wrote a pretty good article until number five, and then you just got lazy, sir. Josh Corngut, you misgendered that shark. You did. Josh, that's you need a, to watch a, this movie That's again. a point off the review for me. Yeah, yeah. The review was doing like a, a five for five. Now we're going for a four for five. You misgendered it. Fortunately, I'm going to have to take away half a point for, you know, number five getting lazy. So a, a 3.5 out of five for your review. But you, you, you made me giggle. So thank you very much, Josh. I, 
I do like that we are now reviewing a, a review on the <laughs> review of the movie. <laughs> this is reviewception right now. Uh, <laughs> this is why we make the big bucks. We do. We do. Wait, you get paid? Fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently they did with the $700,000 budget. I I Wait, wonder. I'm, I'm curious. What? No. <laughs> I wonder who got paid more, the actors or the people that like filmed it and did the editing. Uh-uh. That's a good question. I would say this one, the actors probably got a pretty good deal because they, like you <laughs> said, they get in some stuff. Right, right. I but the production that. value was pretty high, so I think yeah, a the good production chunk value of that was had to have been high. like it wasn't the CGI budget. But the production value as a whole was was good. Because Whoa. that that alligator. <laughs> uh, this is a random, but the elf that lost his legs, I decided yeah. to look him up because I was like, you know what? He was in he the movie familiar. for two minutes and, and then was gone. I, I'm I'm just curious. Um his name is Danny Cosmo. Danny Cosmo was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. When he was two years old, his dad threw him off the diving board and told his mom he would either sink or swim. So he chucked his kid off the diving board at two years old, and apparently the kid instinctually kicked and kicked till they got his head back above water and grabbed onto the side of the pool, and they pulled him out. <laughs> he didn't die, thank goodness. Um, but in 1994, he competed in the World High Diving Championship in Silver Springs, Florida, and took the bronze medal, and which led him Good to him. a stunt cool. career. And um, in 1999, he was invited by Guinness Primetime Television Show in Los Angeles to attempt the world record of the highest dive into the shallowest water, which was 28 feet into 12 and a half inches of water. No. Nope. Oh. No. Oh. But wait, there's more. <laughs> On September 24th, he broke the record by diving 29 feet into 12 and a half inches of water. And and then what? And then in April of 2020, he broke his own world record in Munich, Germany, by diving 29 feet and one inch into 12 inches of water. And he's broken his record two more times by going up to 29 feet and five inches into 12 inches of water. How do you even do that? You belly fucking flop. Okay, there's only one way. Like, you can't dive. You gotta be more than a foot tall. 29 that's feet, that's like three stories, so dude. So bad! Oh my gosh. He now works in New Orleans as a stuntman actor and is starting to make a name for himself. In 2011, Danny took the step into stunt coordinating and has over 20 stunt coordinator credits and has become a go-to coordinator for some Louisiana producers and directors. Nice. He jumps into shallow water and doesn't die. Good I, for him. Right? Like, go on with your bad self, brother. 
Um, he did stunt acting for NCIS. <laughs> he did stunt. Hey, you know the movie Emancipation with Will Smith? Mm-hmm. It, it's new. It's uh, it came out this year. Um, I think it's might you might be able to watch it on Hulu. But it's Will Smith. It's a big movie. Um, he sure. did the stunt performance for that. He did stunt performance in the TV show Leverage. Um, Annabellum. Um, the Quarry, Paradise Lost, The Purge, Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. He did stunt nice. stuff for Semper Fi stunt stuff. Um, he's yeah, this dude's this dude's doing his thing. I guess when you dive in shallow water, you uh, you make a name for yourself. Whew, yeah, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. He did stuff for uh, Jack Reacher. Magnificent uh-huh. Seven, um, Brutes. <laughs> he did a, uh, stunt stuff in Navy Seal versus Zombies. We got to watch that one. We kind of got to watch that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I love about doing these reviews. We yep. end up going deep into the, like who these people are and going, okay, well, there's another movie we got to find. Okay. Uh, Hot Pursuit was a, a, a movie that came out. Get hard with um, Will Ferrell and uh, Kevin Kevin um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. He did stuff with that. Um, I just want to point out that that last title is. Uh huh. It's Say something. It. <laughs> it's a little wrong. Dang it. <laughs> well, he no, it's perfect because if you go to prison, you got to get hard. Otherwise, right? you're going to tear your ass up. He did stunts for the Green Lantern. The actual, like, not the B-rated, but, like, the one with, uh, what's his name in it, the plays Deadpool now. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Yeah, like, this dude's done a lot of shit, man. Look at him go. Dang. Like, I'm just looking at his, they really pulled in a, this is probably the best cast that we've seen, I would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wow. The Basketball Diaries. Have you guys ever seen that? With um, yes, I have. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. When Leonardo DiCaprio was like a freaking teenager. When did this come out? 1995. <laughs> that was his first stunt performance. Was in Basketball Diaries. Which, holy smokes, that's amazing. Good for this dude. Yeah. For him. Not just that. There's, there's. I think pretty much everybody in this this film here. Um, oh, I it just asked how me. they all like met. I'm, like, I'm guessing with this one, there had to been a a um, uh, uh, somebody that reaches out to all their agents. You know what I mean? And like grabs and looks at people, especially with it being sci-fi. It had to be. It had to be something like that. Yeah, sci-fi is big enough that they they can go, hey, we're gonna put together a bad movie, but like it should be okay. Yeah, sci-fi Which, has like the budget for casting directors. There we go, casting director. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. Even even the guy with the uh, jingle balls, <laughs> right? That's going to Jingle Hell Creek Wilson. He even has a long list of stuff that he's been in. 
So are stupid. you gonna fight me like a naughty boy, or are you gonna fight me like a man and put the gun down? Like that was like the opening line of that fucking movie. <clears throat> yep. I was wondering what was going on when it started. I was like, "What?" Yeah, me too. I was like, "This doesn't what." <laughs> Dude, okay, that girl in the very beginning that was tied to the pole that really had no other part in the movie? Uh-huh. She's got a long list of things that she's been in. This this is just <laughs> shy of, like, this is like the, the a, a B-list actors that have a lot under their belt. You know what I mean? They're not quite Hollywood blockbusters. I mean, some of them are, but more like TV series movies or TV series actors. Yeah, and they they jumped yeah. into a movie. So I think I think we've gone over. Look, anybody listening is still listening. Uh, um, this movie, thank you, Santa Jaws. Yep, yeah, yes, thank <laughs> you, absolutely, thank you. This movie, Santa Jaws, uh, definitely. We're, we're usually we'll tell you if it's horrible, don't go see it. This one, see it, check it out. It's it's yeah. good for a giggle. It's good for a little bit of fun. Um, definitely it's a good, bring it's, your friends. It's a really good holiday movie, like for like you want to sit down, <laughs> have a good time. Maybe with your family, maybe with your friends, but like this is definitely just one of those like you can kind of throw this on in the background, but you don't want to throw it on in the background while you're doing like presents and stuff. You because you want to pay yeah. attention a little bit, but like the like the night before Christmas Eve or something like that, where you're just exhausted and you you got a full day tomorrow and you just grab some pizza and some friends and you just hang out like that yeah. that kind of day. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's a best way to describe it. Was that right there? That was perfect. So or I, if you're us, you guys just pile into uh, a viewing room and eat chicken and rice. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> Pretend you're Santa Claus as you chomp down on it. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I say I say we go around and, and we rate. I say we rate it. Um, any mini mighty star out of oh this uh, is a ten. Oh whoa oh wow I didn't even, I didn't even finish. I didn't finish. That was good. Um, okay. Uh, this, is, this is... We have found Star Set. We have, I think we've officially gotten, like, Star into the, like, bad movie yeah. group. Yeah. Where she enjoys them now. Yeah. I yeah. do. Actually, it started really off with the, with the fuckery, like, 404 was all that she lived. Yep. Now she's throwing a 10. We've done our job. We've done our job. Yes. We can end it here, boys. Like... Squigs, really, we've done our job. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, really, really, what would you say? Um, I would put this one at like a like a 7.5 to 8, like somewhere in there. Okay. Like, it's a good movie. I don't know if I would like intentionally look for it. Okay. But it's not a bad movie. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I think Santa Jaws has never intentionally been loved for. <laughs> no, because Relly's roommate <laughs> specifically looks for shark movies, no matter how bad they uh, are. Ah, okay. So, like this, this—that's who recommended it to us. I like it. I like yeah, it. He watches. Uh, basically, if it is a shark movie, he will watch it. And he watched this one. Came out and said. You guys need to watch this. Yep. This is perfect for your podcast. You guys need to watch this. So well, this he wasn't is, But wrong. then, again, he wasn't. <laughs> but again, he goes, but 
it'll put Shark Side of the Moon and make it look like a masterpiece. I'm like, this was like, I like this one. I'm going to go on a limb and say I liked it better than Shark Side of the Moon. Right? Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love Shark Side. But yeah, like, no, good, good, good. Yeah. This, this I one, I think, know. production value alone, this one beat it. Yeah. Like, definitely production value, but Shark Side of the Moon has that, like, this is so bad and so <laughs> hilariously yeah. campy that I want to, like, like, force my friends to watch it type bad. Well, this one's like, okay, we watched that. Like, I it think, is. I think the difference between the two is this one is one, like Squig was saying, like, maybe just, you know, for fun festivities, get some chips and dip and watch it and everybody laugh. Whereas the other one, you're like, I'm going to fuck my friends up. And then you make them watch it. So this one, like, it's just for fun. The other one's for like, Haha, you're not going to get this out of your head, which is also fun for you. Um, <laughs> maybe not your friends. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Um, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go for this one? Why don't you go ahead? Okay. So on, on a scale of one to ten, where would I rate this? I've I was having a hard time because of the amazing production value of giving this a high rating. So I'm like, there's no way this is a B-rated movie. But as the plot went on, if we could call it that, <laughs> I realized this definitely was it a It was a plot. Movie. It was a little bit holy, but it was a plot. So it was a religious movie. And we watched the whole <laughs> thing. It was, I, I'm going to give this one an 8.9 to a 9.2. I know there's a little wiggle room. I'm not going to quite give it a 10, but the acting was above par. It, it was it was phenomenal acting. I, yeah. I, I these guys did a that great was, you job. You took the words literally right out of my mouth because that's what I was about to say. It's, the acting was phenomenal. Yeah, like I, I'm gonna lean at nine point two. I'm going nine point two on it. That's my rating. So Squigs, yeah. um, one to ten. One to ten. What you got on this? I think I think I'm right there with like I'm going like nine five. Like okay. this. This is right. This is the top top tier for me. And like this will be in the like rotation of, of holiday movies that I, I watch. Because nice. like I have a whole like shit list of holiday movies. But like this this one's definitely in the rotation of like, hey, let's watch a movie. This will be fun. Yeah. I hear you. This this is this is when I would actually if someone's like, haha, dumb movies, yeah, check it out. You know, yeah. and I wouldn't feel okay, I guess what I should preference that I wouldn't feel bad about it afterwards. Some of the this, other ones this would be, I feel bad about. This would be one where like people go, "Oh, you 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 uh, review bad movies. What's one that you could go that you would want me to watch?" I would go, "All right, want you to watch this one, this Land Shark, <laughs> Santa Jaws. Those those two absolutely uh -huh. want you to watch. You should watch Velocipaster, Armageddon. <laughs> like you should watch those Shark Side of the, the Moon." Those are the people you have to ask. Do I want you to still be my friend or just an acquaintance afterwards? Look, right? that is that is the friendship litmus test. That is like <laughs> right. Either you can hang with do me I, because do you I can want watch you these to movies. never talk to me again. Thanks, killing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it ain't wrong. <laughs> no, there were no lies spoken. Uh, <laughs> We will say again, and it hasn't even... Oh, no, it will have come out by the time you guys hear this. Yeah. Um, you know, if you haven't heard the Thanksgiving podcast, you'll understand. Go listen to it. Um, do not watch the movie. Don't. Please, don't. Do, just don't. 
However, do go watch this one. Santa do Jaws, go watch absolutely. this. Santa Jaws. Um, it's a it's a beautiful great white with a Santa hat and <laughs> and um Christmas Red eyes. and um, when it when it comes swimming up, you hear Christmas jingle like you the hear bell. jingle bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which I, do I think out. I think that came from when Santa Jaws ate the uncle because I don't think you heard that beforehand. Yeah, because he, he the had the jingle bells around his he neck. He had the jingle bells around his neck. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, that's horrible, but great all at the same time. Because, like, Santa oh, Jaws wow. takes power from whatever it eats, so, like, all of a sudden it, it had jingle bells afterwards. I was waiting for it to take a selfie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right. I was, I was waiting for it to, like, pop up, and, like, when it splashed, it would be, like, hashtag you're dead. You know, something like that, like... Hashtag uh, yeah. chomp. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Um, <laughs> no, this, this Hashtag was... Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just want to point out we have been graced with Fidget's presence. Nice. And yes, by that, cats are getting in on this tonight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody can see this, but Fidget is a cat. And the cat is uh, sitting in. I think that is, is a sign, right? Because Squigs' cat, when we review these movies, tries to bite him. And and that's the cat saying, no, no, stop he's it. Sitting, you can't see him right now because my camera's bad, but he's sitting right here. And and I think with this movie, all the cats have come in and been like, no, it's cool. This is an okay one. to." I just want to, uh, real quick, we already rated it, I know. But the 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 comic book guy that if you notice he kept putting his hand on the snapogram model, right? He kept touching her, which was yeah. weird. But he was a creep. He was a creep. But one thing that struck me as weird because there were no other people. There were not background people. There weren't uh-huh. other people on the road. There were no extras in this movie. Which was interesting to me. Like, not even a random walking through a store person. Not a single extra. So when they went back into the Christmas shop and there was a girl with the comic book owner, it struck me as weird. I was like, whoa, we're like an hour or something into this, and that's the first extra that I've seen. <laughs> right. And then once it, you know, you you got to see what was going on in the, the plot, you were understood why she was there. Um, but I just thought and that, that was... she was still technically an extra, but like an but she was also extra. a plot device. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. She she didn't have a speaking role. Um, it I was... bet nope. you. I bet you anything. It was like one of the producer's girlfriends. Yeah, somebody's or sister or yeah, girlfriend's cousin, <laughs> sister's aunt's wife's daughter, whatever. Um, yeah, but these this this was a good one. This is a good one. Um, we I think we can all recommend that you guys watch it. Uh, I had a lot of fun reviewing this one. Uh, I hope you guys did as well. It was oh, yeah, wonderful. Absolutely. I yeah. appreciate it. Everybody go order some King's Hawaiian sweet rolls. You're welcome. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's it. Yeah. Unless anybody wants to add to it. No. No. I think we're good. All go right. watch it. All right. With that being said. We are the A Squad, watching B-movies for you to go see. Thanks for hanging out.
Uh, bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of the Podcast. We appreciate your time, and we hope to see you back again for more very soon. Until then, take care, have a wonderful day, and go follow Potchfad on Twitch.